Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Kate and you are now listening to the Wellbeing Chat podcast. In the last episode, me and Natalie were talking about generational gaps. If you are interested, check that out. And this week I'm joined by Andy, other known as the Sugar Doctor UK on Instagram, who is a registered nutritional therapist. So today we'll be talking about eating around the festive period. Um, and we've got Andy to talk about this topic. Um, and we'll have a set of questions to go by that will help people um, to keep a balanced diet around Christmas and New Year's. And instead of going into like crash diet and the yo-yo dieting world, um, get some like valuable information from a reliable um, professional in this area. So the first question we had was um, how do we eat guilt-free and how can we balance food and eating healthy during the festive season? Okay, so when you say how do we eat guilt-free, I suppose you're meaning also during the festive period. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I think um, the first point, um, a really important point is that during this festive period, as with any festive period, we should be flexible. Um, but at the same time, we shouldn't um, be given to excesses. So we shouldn't allow ourselves to binge eat or anything like that. So um, eating during this period should be about flexibility and moderation and also obviously enjoyment. And when I say flexibility, I mean, we shouldn't be thinking about limiting certain important food groups now. Um, or uh, strictly following a set of rules, for instance, some kind of diet that we're on um, and letting nothing pass our lips. We should rather be thinking about balancing a variety of different foods on our plate. And that way we'll be able to enjoy the festive period healthily. It's also quite easy because during this time, um, we we eat, you know, um, lots of healthy protein and vegetables, and we should also be concentrating on healthy fats. So what we should do is we should think about our plate and we should think about balancing the foods on our plate, which is quite easy, bearing in mind the kind of food, festive food we eat now. So what what we should start with on our plate is we should start thinking that half of our plate should include a rainbow of colors of vegetables. That way we can include all different types of nutrients and fiber. And it's actually quite easy to include um, a wide variety of colored vegetables on our plates at the same time, because what we can do now, which is really easy, is we can roast a whole lot of vegetables together. What I normally do is I get, say, red peppers, green peppers, yellow peppers, courgettes, um, aubergines, red onion, and I, I, I roast them all together. And then I put them on my plate and I make sure half of my plate is devoted to that. And then a quarter of our plate should include a healthy protein. So, for instance, we can have some turkey or we can have some roast beef, or we can have fish, or we can have, if we're vegan, we can include a healthy source of vegan protein, such as tofu or tempeh. And then um, if we want some kind of complex carbohydrate, 
such as a potato or um, some brown basmati rice or something, we can we can put that on quarter of our plate. And then we drizzle over a healthy fat, such as um, olive oil, or we put sprinkle over some seeds. And that is really a healthy, balanced meal. And that is quite easy to do right now. What we should also think about is actually the size of our plates. And that's where moderation comes into it, because there are lots of interesting studies that suggest that the size of a plate can impact our eating habits. So if we choose a smaller plate rather than a larger plate and we don't overcrowd the plate, that way we can have a healthy uh, moderate portion size and that should keep us full and satisfied without wanting us to um, reach out for um, the kind of foods that we would normally reach out if we weren't full and we weren't satisfied. So that is quite um, a useful tip, I think. Yeah, actually, and that links to my uh, next question, which was um, if you have any tips for those who are on a weight loss journey already and going into Christmas um, with their weight loss journey already happening. So I would, I mean, normally what I would say to clients who came to see me, you know, when we're talking about trying to um, have a healthy way of eating and also try, trying to, ha those clients who have some kind of uh, weight issues and want to include a weight loss program, what I say to them is, is twice a week, they should try once or twice a week to eat within a window of time. So eat within a window of say eight hours, which is um, say have a breakfast at 10 o'clock and then um, your your last meal at six o'clock and don't snack. And um, by doing that, you give your digestion a break during the other period, which is called like a fasting period. So that is normally what mm -hmm. I recommend to clients. But obviously, during this time, it's a bit difficult to do that. So I would say as a general rule of thumb over this period, um, try to have a 12-hour overnight fast every night. So aim to finish eating 12 to 14 hours before your next meal, say 8 o'clock at night, mm -hmm. and then have breakfast 8 o'clock the next morning or even 9 o'clock. And don't have anything after that uh, last meal. You know, obviously keep hydrated, drink water, have um, clear fluids like waters and herbal teas. But that is uh, quite a good rule of thumb. And also alcohol. Um, watch out for the alcohol creep during this festive period. Um, you can either have a, a gradual increase or a massive increase in alcohol intake. So I would say to people, if they can, to try to have at least three days a week alcohol free during this time to make sure they stick below the recommended maximum of 14 units. And also a good tip is to rehydrate yourself first before you drink with some water, wait about mm -hmm. 10 minutes, and then enjoy your alcohol with a few nuts to help um, balance the sugar effect. You know, when you have these swinging blood sugar balances, that's when you crave sweet foods, which often happens when we have alcohol. Um, so if you can try and, you know, if, if you rehydrate before you have the alcohol, you'll find you won't want so much alcohol. And also, if you have the protein, uh, the nuts with the alcohol, 
um, it will have less of an impact on your sugar levels, um, reducing your cravings for other sweet foods. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really useful tip and quite important to talk about, I guess, because alcohol is like such a big part of the festive period. Yes. Um, the next question was around digestion issues. As a professional, what do you find that are the most common issues that people struggle with and how can we avoid these digestion um, issues? Well, so digestion is a huge topic, but um, mm -hmm. I, I, as a general rule, I can say um, eat slowly um, and mindfully and don't try not to drink with your meals. I mean, I know that this um, everybody drinks with their meals, but if you... Uh, at, I mean, if you have a sip of alcohol or two, that's fine. But lots of people will drink water or, I don't know, juices or things like that. And what happens is um, it dilutes our stomach acid. And our stomach acid needs to be of a certain pH to signal to our pancreas to secrete all the enzymes we need to start the digestive process. So all the digestive enzymes, we need a certain – we need – uh, a, a stomach acid below a certain pH. And if we're going to drink with our meals, we're going to affect that. It will dilute the stomach acid. And we need, um, we need to be careful not to do that because that's where we have acid reflux and the typical digest, uh, digestive issues which you're talking about are bloating and flatulence. You know, the feeling after we've eaten that we, we feel that way. And so we, we need to avoid diluting the stomach acid by drinking too much when we eat. And we can also increase our body's natural production of stomach acid by taking bitters such as ginger or fennel. So having those teas, ginger teas in between meals or apple cider vinegar, which is something I recommend to all my clients. If you have apple cider vinegar, you know, in the morning, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar diluted um, with some water when you wake up in the morning, that will help the digestive process. And I mean, also, I don't know whether, you know, during this time, um, keeping, uh, keeping uh, often people, I mean, you know, IBS is so common and bloating and all these issues which people seem to suffer from very often these days. And this is actually a good time mm -hmm. to um, keep a food and symptom diary, which can be a very helpful way of taking stock of our everyday eating and drinking habits and starting uh, to tune into how our body is feeling. It's easy when we're busy to fall into a repetitive and unconscious pattern of consumption that might indirectly contribute to all of these symptoms. But very often just um, taking stock, writing down, or even just taking a photograph of what you eat can um, be a first step in increasing awareness of the feedback our body is trying to send us. And sometimes, you know, it's as simple as just eliminating something and tweaking our um, diet in a very simple way, which can have a huge impact on these things. And just noticing these aspects. I mean, noticing, for instance, 
if we're feeling hungry in the afternoons than we normally would. Just thinking back, did we have a balanced breakfast? Often it's the simplest tweaks that can make the biggest difference to how we feel and our digestion. It, it, it's a very big topic that, but those are some tips. Thank you. And the last one was about the New Year's resolution that people always like to make very drastic changes to their diet. And how do we actually avoid that and instead make sustainable changes? Um, instead of like jumping into yo-yo dieting and what can we pay attention to so that we don't feel under pressure to do anything drastic? <laughs> I think, you know, if you pay attention to everything I've just said and if you, you know, you eat, um, you're flexible and you're moderate and you pay attention to portion size and also what might be affecting certain digestive issues you have, then that way you you will be less inclined to binge. And the more inclined, the more binging and the more overeating you do during this time, the more inclined you are to say to yourself, well, it doesn't really matter because on the 1st of January, you know, I'm going to start this new restrictive diet and I can eat as much as I want to do now. But you, you should rather not do that. If you start... Um, thinking about these steps, which I've just mentioned, and taking things slowly and thinking about a balanced plate and not overindulging, then and stop focusing on weight as a primary outcome of the changes you want to make, but instead your health, the health of your digestion, and focusing maybe on your gut health and more long-term, because that's how you achieve these. You don't, I mean, I'm sure most people know that this kind of yo-yo dieting is called yo-yo dieting because it just doesn't work. And it doesn't work because it's, you know, our health is 80% of our immune system is, is housed in our gut. And when we pay attention to our gut health by um, the eating the kind of fermented foods we should or restricting those kind of foods that are causing us health issues, paying attention to stress and diet and eliminating environmental toxins and doing all of that kind of thing, you will find that you will achieve weight loss and you will achieve a sustainable weight loss. You need to make sure that your gut bacteria, your gut um, microbiota is, is in really good shape because that what that is what dictates your health. And your weight issues, you know, very often, I can tell you with all of my clients, once we start focusing on their digestion and their gut bacteria and promoting um, a diverse gut bacteria by eating fiber and eliminating all of these sugars, the weight starts to fall off and it stays off. So that's what we should be applying our mind to, not starting, you know, fasting for a week or eating some uh, or drinking some uh, some kind of powdered foods that just destroys our beneficial bacteria and just adds to the problem so um, that's what I think we should do just start focusing now on the healthy tips I've mentioned and and enter um, 2021 with a view to carrying that on and tweaking it 
Yeah, those are very useful <laughs> tips. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm pretty sure that anyone listening can find some tips that they can use themselves to yes. this like next festive period. Um, okay, thank you so, so pleasure much again for joining me. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.